Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. The enemy will not fight you fair in order to fulfill its desire. The enemy will bring up past relationships. The enemy will bring up stuff that you sh- have let go and you let go for years, but the enemy will bring it back up at the most inappropriate times. The enemy doesn't fight you fair. He'll bring up an old boyfriend. He'll bring up an old girlfriend. He'll put a temptation in front of you. He'll do whatever he does or uh, what he can do in order to get you to fall to his prey. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hello, everyone. My name is Richard Dobbs. I'm pastor of Overcomers Christian Center. And before I go into today's message, thank you all who continue to support the ministry with your financial gifts from those who have supported us in the past, and in the present, and those that will uh, support us in the future. You've been a blessing to us. We appreciate it. It helps us to get the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, out. And also, too, we know that when you sow in the good ground, God is going to bless you for it. Today, I want to come to you from the book of Romans, chapter 7, verse 23 through 25. The book of Romans, chapter 7, verses 23 through 25. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind I myself serve the law of God, with the law, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Based on that, I want to talk to you from this topic. It is war time. It is war time. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we're so grateful for your word. And we pray, Father, uh, we pray that for these next few minutes, Father, you will open up the scriptures to us so we may hear and apply your word in our everyday life. We bind the enemy that will try to hinder or stop what the Spirit of God is try- is doing in this hour and in, in our lives, Father. And we pray, Father, that we will c- go into this word, we'll understand it, we'll grow from it, we'll make better decisions, we will think better, talk better, and act better. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, and thank you, Lord. Paul is teaching us about the war, about the war and the tactics that go on in our mind. Paul is speaking to the church in Rome about a war, the war within that he recognized was happening. He starts off in Romans 7 and 23 by being self-reflective and self-aware. He says this, but I see or perceive or I'm discerning and understanding another law, something that is established in my members. He is self-aware. He is, has a conscious knowledge of his own character, feelings, motives, and desires. And one thing I can appreciate about Paul, he was honest with himself. And sometimes I think we need to be honest with ourselves because we can know a lot about other people, but not know anything about ourselves. We're so, we, could, we can be so busy knowing 
information about person A or person B, but have limited information about our own where our own being. Paul is dealing with self-awareness. He says in the first clause of Romans 7:23, but I see or I perceive or I discern, I'm understanding a law in my members. I see a rule or a ruler in me commanding and demanding me to do certain things. And there are ways of thinking, talking, their actions that are being established within me that are causing a conflict with what I know to be true. In other words, I know I should be holy for the scripture says be holy, but unholy thoughts are causing conflict within me. I know I should forgive for God has forgiven me, but bitterness, resentment and unforgiveness are causing conflict within me. I'm thinking more about what they did to me than the fact that God has forgiven me of all the things that I've done. And Lord knows if you like me, you, you have much to be forgiven of, but yet we won't forgive people of the things that they do to us sometimes. I know I should give for the Bible says give and it shall be given unto you. Uh, press down, shaking together and run it over, shall men give into your bosom. But the, but the thoughts of life, not having enough, are causing conflict within me. Yeah, I heard the scripture, I've heard him talking about that God is going to supply every one of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But yet in my mind, I'm thinking uh, that that's for somebody else. That doesn't apply to me. When God is not a respecter of persons, the same God that would do it for person A, person B, and person C, seat will do the same thing for you. The intensity of this war is that the opposer is working diligently to take possession of my thinking, my understanding, my memory, my emotions, and my desires the things that pertain to my mind. See, the enemy wants to control. The flesh wants to control the things that go on in my mind. We see here in the latter part of Romans 7 and 23, I see another law in my members. It's warring. Notice the term that Paul used. It's war. And when there's a war, it doesn't fight fair. It'll use whatever means necessary in order to fulfill its desire or the thing that it wants to do. It's opposing, causing conflict against the law of my mind, but it's bringing me into captivity. It's forcibly taking possession up to the law of sin, which is in my members. Paul is telling us it's wartime. You Listen, you know you should be holy, but the enemy say you shouldn't be holy. So be ye holy. It's war to be holy. It's war to give. It's war to love those that are unlovable. Yeah, when people are nice and treating you right, no problem there. But the war comes on when you are trying to obey God in difficult situations. It, the war comes on when you're trying to give when, you, when you're lacking. The war comes on when, it, when you want, listen, when God is leading you to pray, but you want to sleep. You want to uh, do something else. You want to watch television, but God is putting on your heart to pray. That can be a war going on. And the Bible lets us know we, and, uh, that, uh, that there's a war against the law of war going on against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. We must understand there is a law in our members, the human part of us that includes feelings, desires, our body, and so forth. And as a man, I have cravings, I have emotions, I have desires that work overtime to be fulfilled. Some of those cravings, emotions, and desires align with the mind of Christ, and some of those emotions, desires, and 
cravings don't align with Christ. And this is where the problem comes in. The enemy will not fight you fair in order to fulfill its desire. The enemy will bring up past relationships. The enemy will bring up stuff that you sh have let go and you let go for years, but the enemy will bring it back up at the most inappropriate times. The enemy doesn't fight you fair. He'll bring up an old boyfriend. He'll bring up an old girlfriend. He'll put a temptation in front of you. He'll do whatever he does or what he can do in order to get you to fall to his prey. But you got to understand, that's why I believe Paul made this statement. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me? Who's going to draw me out? Who's going to save me uh, from this body of death? Notice he said, oh, wretched man that I am. He says, and wretchedness is a mindset that's consistently unhappy, miserable, and sad. And I'm sure many of us can identify with this mindset at some point in our lives. This mindset is a type that can bring awareness and an urgency for deliverance, protection, and prosperity, also known as salvation. God can deliver you. God will protect you, and God will prosper you. Prosper you simply means he's going to make you better than what you were before. And as a Christ-minded church, we must know the answer to our deliverer. Notice what Paul said. Who will deliver me from this body of death? Not what, but who will deliver me from this body of death? And sometimes you got to ask yourself, who going to deliver me? I know my family can't deliver me. I know my work, my work co-workers can't deliver me. I know the people on social media can't deliver me. I know my family can't deliver me, but I know somebody who can deliver me. He sits up high and he looks low. He is the king of the kings and the Lord of the Lord. He's already defeated death, hell, and the grave, and he is our Lord, our Savior, our Master, our Deliverer. His name is Jesus. Mm. Glory be to God. Let me calm down. Romans 7, 25 reads as follows. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Oh, notice what Paul says. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Who's going to deliver Paul? Who's going to deliver me? Who's going to deliver you? His name is Jesus. And you cannot put yourself in a position that Jesus can't deliver you from. I don't care how long you've done it. I don't care how long it's had you bound. I don't care how long it's done this, that, and the other to you. But God can deliver you. He can bring you out. I know God can do it. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. If God delivers me. He delivered your neighbor. He can deliver the, the, the drunkest person in town. He can deliver the person to get the highs. He can deliver the person who, who tells lies all the time. He can deliver the person who has been bound with sin for all these years. God can deliver you too. God can bring you out. God can save you. God can deliver you. He is a God of more than enough. God is all powerful. There's not a situation that comes up God can't handle. God is a God that can is more than enough. He is our savior. He is our healer. He is our deliverer. He is the one who brings us out. In fact, he's the one who's keeping us right now. He, I can't take no credit for being kept. Sometimes I didn't feel like being kept, but God kept me. God can keep you. 
you too. After all these years being with Jesus, I appreciate the fact that God is a keeper. And I know some of you can testify to the fact that God is a keeper. He kept you. He kept you doing trials. He kept you doing tribulation. He kept you during sickness. He kept you during poverty. He kept you when you were rich. He kept you when your body was healed. He kept you. Mm, he kept us. Thank God he's a keeper. Glory be to God. Let me finish this up. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I get excited talking about Jesus because he's the one who's keeping us right now. So then with the mind, my thinking, my understanding, and my reason, I myself serve the law of God. But with the flesh, the part of me that is not divinely influenced, the law of sin, our flesh wants to serve sin. Therefore, we have to submit ourselves to the, the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. It's wartime. And my, the ultimate prize, the ultimate goal is for God's will to be done here on the earth. I love what Jesus said. Not my will, but your will be done. And we must have a desire to have the will of God done in our lives. So in turn, it can be done in our neighbor's life and people around us, the will of God can be done. It's wartime. It's wartime. And thank God that God has given us the victory that overcomes the world. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you so much. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us the victory. It is wartime, but you've given us the victory. The victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world. All things are working together for our good because we love God and we're, we love God and we're called according to his purpose. Thank you for the word working in us as well as through us. Father, we thank you, Lord, that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Thank you for the word working in us. And, not, and even when we close this particular message, I thank you that the word is still working on my sister. The word is still working on my brother. It is still working on each and every one of us. I pray that for each and every one of us, that the word will continue to work. And that word will give us, the word of God will give us the victory in our homes, our businesses, our schools, our church, our personal time. The word will give us the victory. Father, we love you today. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And thank you, Lord. Again, my name is Richard Dobbs. I'm pastor of Overcomers Christian Center. Thank you for allowing us to share the good news of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And again, if you happen to Villa Rocca area, come see us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock a.m. We're located at 3097 South Van Worth Road in Villa Rocca, Georgia. Well, until next time, remember, without a vision, the people perish. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.